Ray. Hello. We are Go Home Heat. My man Ray is here with me. I'm KP, and we are doing an Elimination Chamber-specific podcast. We are going to deep dive into Roman and Sammy. We're going to go through the whole pay-per-view. But before we get to our intro, I want to know, overall pay-per-view, what did you think? And two, as a pay-per-view taking you into Mania, how did it did it advance the storylines properly? Go. I thought the pay-per-view was great. Uh, I thought that maybe Hunter's best pay-per-view so far. Actually, maybe the... I don't know if I preferred it to Clash of the Castle, but this did very much feel like the last pay-per-view before Mania, the last stop before Mania. You think they did a good um, job? I think they did a very good job. I think there was one blind spot, uh, but other than that, I think it was it, it did very well. And I think the um, getting us ready for Mania, I think that was very well done, too. If I was rating this pay-per-view, I would give it a high 7. I would give it... A 10 based on taking us into WrestleMania, telling us the stories that had to be told. Mm. And leaving us with question marks to fill in. It's like any any series, right? What's the final stretch run going to be for your main thing? They've painted us a good picture. They just have to clarify a couple little things. Because that would have been a 9 to me without, we'll get there. Oh, And oh, we'll get yes. there after this We will message. get there. We'll get there after these messages. Welcome to Go Home Heat. A wrestling podcast here at Go Home Heat. Our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, Go Home Heat. First and foremost, let's talk Roman Reigns and, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. High point of this pay-per-view to me. Absolutely. I, I thought this this was the best match of the night, both thematically, um, storyline-wise. Um, might be just straight up one of the best crowds I've ever seen ever uh, in the history of wrestling. Montreal deserves a SummerSlam. Montreal deserves a Royal Rumble. That crowd was crazy, and that crowd was crazy... In the opening match, that crowd that crowd was crazy in the match that had a dumb ending. But when Sami Zayn came out there, that ma- that Lord have mercy. The, un, I cannot describe with words. They started with, first of all, Sami comes out to his old ska theme, which was perfect. Roman comes out first. Sami gets the big entrance second. You have the ole, 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 ole. Okay, they do that for a little while. They transition into FU Roman. They trans back issue back into Ole Ole Ole. The whole time, even after the the match has been announced, they go back into cheering. Roman and Sammy are smart enough. We heard in the press conference where Sammy said he got a five minute ovation at SmackDown. An interrupted somebody who works at the who works in that in the Montreal area said that was the longest uninterrupted ovation in the history of that arena, mm. which I don't know how you could track that, but even if somebody's saying that, that's kind of crazy cool. Sammy said, you know, I wasn't about to interrupt that. They're cheering that much. I'm going to let them do it during the thing. Which uh, My point, the reason why I bring that up is Sammy and Roman let that breathe. They let mm. that be a part of the match. and Then they start to get after each other. 
Roman's matches have fallen into, I wouldn't say a pattern, but there are familiarities within them. He, he has does, a formula. He does a lot of talking. He has a formula. Right. He had the advantages of a uber baby face in the biggest moment of his career in the hot, with the hottest crowd that you could have in the situation. Family sitting ringside. There really was, this was perfect for what he does. Agreed? Agreed. You know, he's telling, you know, once he gets things going in his direction, he's telling the the family, you know, this guy betrayed me. He's a Judas. This isn't what I wanted. I wanted us. And he's when he says us, he's saying, you know, I wanted to include your family. You know, you could have ridden this gravy train with me and Sammy and everybody else. We all could have been in happiness paradise together on the on the island of relevancy but Though we all really know that that's not what roman had intended no but we also roman is in character so crazily blinded by who he is i don't doubt that he believes that mm. i think he can do that that le- the character can do the level of gymnastics to twist himself into thinking all i wanted was good for sammy all these people hate me for it. The Judas is in the ring. Do you think he's that? Which one do you think? Absolutely. I, I, his absolutely. narcissism. His narcissism allows for it. Absolutely. I, I think that's true. Um, I also I quite like how with Roman's character. I mean, the crowd was getting to him. It was getting to him because he was not the focal point. Not because the crowd hated him. Mm-hmm. But because he, they were focusing on Sammy. If the king doesn't mind what the peasants are saying, why are peasants losing their heads? Hmm. Roman is not wrestling matches. He's telling you King Arthur. He's telling you Othello. He's, you know hmm. what I mean? He's giving you Greek tragedy. Yeah. And eventually he loses... But really, I mean, in all in all actuality, you keep pointing out the biggest character fault of Roman, his biggest weakness has nothing to do with him as an athlete. His biggest weakness is his insecurity. It's why he can't help himself and he talks. It's why all the talking during the match feels so he's in control, but it all also kind of leads to the underdog getting the opportunities. Sammy being the ultimate underdog. We we run this formula like we talked about up until we get what I think you have the spot where Roman backs into the ref and the ref falls down. And then you have what I think may be the greatest Haluva kick in history. Absolutely. As he chases Roman to the ring post. As Roman's going to run to the ring post because he thinks he's got Sammy and he's going to come back and spear him. But Sammy gets it together, chases him, and as Roman turns, he gets the haluva kick right in the face, and he mm. falls, and it's over. One, two, they count to six, but the referee's not even in the ring anymore. He's been, he was behind Roman at the first place, right? Yeah. So now we start to get the shenanigans. If you don't like shenanigans, I get it. I have to make an exception for Roman's shenanigans because they just fit in so well with what we're doing in these matches, and they tell Mm. the story of the entire rivalry. As Jimmy, who is the guy who has stayed faithful, 
And all of this begins, whether you're talking kayfabe or not, with Jimmy and Jay not being able to get into Canada because that's when they gave Sammy a segment with Roman and it went well. Mm. And then they say, hey, Roman had said, hey, you know what? I think we're underutilizing Sammy in an interview. Sammy had said, hey, I have an idea. We could maybe a bit of a... Nobody cared. There was nobody to work with him because the Usos weren't there. Mm. Sammy slid into that. I'm the locker room leader guy. I think maybe, you know, I could help out a little bit. It works perfectly in kayfabe and it's legit because Jimmy is the guy who comes in because Jay is estranged from the group right now. Super kick, super kick, super kick, flying Uso. This match is over. There's still not a ref. The ref crawls over. Sammy kicks out. Mm. There's hope. Ref gets knocked down again after a Superman punch, something like that. It, a lot, a lot wound up happening. Boom! Paul goes and gets the chair. Jay stops. Perfect again. Jay yeah. was the guy who stopped the trial of Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It, everything is perfect right now. Roman says, "You prove that you care to me." Jay won't do it. Jay won't hit Sammy with the chair when Roman finally gives up on him and is pushing Jay to the point where Jay may fight back. He's hand-palming him in the face and pushing him backwards. Sammy gets it together, tries to spear Roman, winds up spearing Jay. That winds up being the telling tale. As we know, Roman wins. Then post-match, Kevin Owens comes out. Again, this works really well because they don't tell you stunner, stunner, stunner. Usos are out. Kevin looks like he's about to attack Roman in the corner. He sees that Sammy has made it to his feet. He steps aside, allows the haluva kick that puts Roman down. Has nothing to do with the title now. It's about pride. Roman rolls out of the ring, walks away. Kevin rolls out of the ring and walks away. He doesn't go to Sammy and grab his hand and hold it up. We still don't know where Kevin stands with Sammy. Even though Kevin, I mean, even though Sammy tried to save him at the last pay-per-view. Yeah. We still don't know for sure where that goes. They left that hanging. It was a good idea to leave it hanging. And also in like real life, Sammy Zayn deserved when that pay-per-view hit credits to be standing in the ring by himself and 20,000 people raining down adulation on him. Mm. He has had a career that deserves this moment. And he got it. Yeah. Incredible. The, post, the post-match the post press conference, we watched it. Uh, uh, you have enough patience. I'm all mad because I can't get to – I was late. I yeah. was working late, so I missed the first part. Ray was like, let's just watch the – Press conference till they upload the – till they upload the replay. Me, I'm freaking out left and right, but I, I do what Ray tells me to do because he's the one that's calm. We watched the press conference, and it was clutch to me because – Sammy explained how important this was that, and he, I thought he said something that was really brilliant. In this era of content, to make something that is memorable, and especially something that's been memorable now and gone this long, and it's not even over. And Sammy told us it wasn't over. This is not, this is not a kayfabe interview. This was memorable. It may wind up, this and the J feuds may wind up being the most memorable feuds of a three-year thing. Mm. 
and they kind of overlap each other in that Jay is still the guy who may wind up bringing down the bloodline. It may not be an outside source. It may still be Jay. Jay, by the way, is so good in these scenarios where he won't quite look Roman in the eye because he knows he can't do what Roman wants him to do. There's dissent in Jay about always having to follow. Now, let me get back into what, what he's saying. This is a memorable thing. Sammy's whole career, this is where he should have been or could have been. Somebody had to figure it out. Happened to be more than likely Roman that figured it out. Although Hunter knew it. This is really a perfect case because he said in that interview with Ariel, uh, Ariel Hawani or whatever his name is, Mm -hmm. he said in that interview with him, he said, I don't know if Vince is in charge if I get this chance because I had never gotten this chance with, with, with Vince in charge. The thing in uh, Canada was, it was an accident. They just had to have somebody. I was there. Mm. Hunter being in charge. Hunter was there hands-on when Sammy had the feud with KO that leads to Sammy being a champion of something for the first time. Hunter believes in all these guys to an incredible level. And, and it's paying off in dividends. I think you might even like this more than I did. Not to set really high expectations, but man, Cody versus Roman has a lot to live up to. You know. Well, let's dive into that. Sammy, now, now we've got the WrestleMania thing done, right? Yeah. And the way Roman wins keeps him uber heel. And if he goes one-on-one with Cody, we've eliminated much of the possibility of it being a 50-50 crowd. We still have a chance that Sammy winds up with Roman in night one, and Cody winds up with Roman in night two. I, I don't want that to happen. I also feel like that chance is f- fading because it felt like what we have thought for months was prior to Sammy just getting so red hot was Kevin Owens versus the Uso. Kevin Sammy versus the Uso. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like we were going to get. I think that's what we should get. And I think that's going to be great. I just, I think it's going to be, like you said though, I don't know. How do Cody and Roman get to a place where Sammy and Roman were? Because it took almost a you know like a year for Sammy and Roman to get here. I'm just saying, man, Cody will always find a way to get people emotional. Dude, I like where your head's at. Cody's Cody is a tremendous talker, and what he did with. Paul was good. They've already done the segment where he gave Sammy the respect last Monday night, so we can kind of move on. But dude, but I think I think Sammy and Kevin winning the tag champs at Mania. I think that's real good. I think that's the moment. I think that's where it. Also, you know, my little dream of having Ring of Honor champions together or big time Ring of Honor stars together in a little run. Mm. We could get that, but no Seth, Cody. <laughs> we could get them doing. You know, triple uh, three-man tag matches here and there with Cody yeah. or something like that. Although, me personally, Roman and Cody don't touch if it's me until... Roman. No, Roman and Cody cannot touch. They can do, like, face-offs. They, no. They don't touch till Mania. No. Right? I, I'm not... I'm not... I don't know if I'd have Roman wrestle again until Mania. I think you're right. I think Roman doesn't wrestle with anybody till Mania. He just yeah. acts pompous and... All that. Yeah, I get it. I'm with you. Into the thing. Elimination Chamber. Who'd you say uh, produced the elimina- women's Elimination uh, Chamber women's, match? Um, it was TJ Wilson, 
Molly Holly, and I'm hoping I will get to. Okay, so when you get it, just yell at me. You thought this match was great. Uh, I really liked this match, yeah. Okay, we had Natty and Liv and Rodriguez. I'm not going to go through blow by blow on all this. I thought that there were some great spots in it. The Liv Sunset Flip Power uh, PD Bomb. Williams. PD Williams. PD Williams. Yeah, talking about some great wrestlers. PD and TJ and Molly were great wrestlers. It would make sense that they would produce a great match. The Live Sunset Flip Power Bomb Power Bomb was crazy. I thought they did. I thought it was a strange flex to have Natalia, Liv, Rodriguez, Oscar, Mella pulled this off with none of the horsewomen or Charlotte or Becky. What why why I say it's a weird flex? To me, you had two Elimination Chamber matches. You let Seth Rollins and Oscar be the glue guys, which really high level glue guys. One of which won. Oscar wins this thing. She was fantastic throughout. Uh, we sh- we showcased Rodriguez's strength. We, we you know Mella got to do her thing. She told the stories. Liv was spectacular while she was in there. It winds up coming down to Mella picks and chooses kind of what her mm-hmm. thing's going to be. What's the spot where they eliminated Liv? Liv was in. The, the, that was the double submission spot. Liv was in a sharpshooter and an armbar mm-hmm. and got Oscar lock. Okay, Oscar wins with the Oscar lock. I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, I. Go ahead. I think my main issue was how early they eliminated Liv. If I were to change one thing about this match, it would be I would have Liv, I would have it be Liv and Oscar. Right, and have it go down like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they wanted to. I'm not arguing for it, but my common sense to me says if they did it this way, it's because they wanted Liv to be double teamed in a way that she goes out strong. And once again, she goes out strong, smiling, in pain. Right? Passes out, smiling, yeah. in pain. I'd like Liv to be around longer if just because you know, I'm, I'm beginning to become a fan all over again. Now let's get to something else. My God, Brock Lesnar versus... You are listening to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Check out our friends at the GIN Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart, your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling. And now, back to Go Home Heat. Garbage. This is Trash. why. This was awful. This was why I rated it a 7.5 or whatever. It wasn't much of a match. They hit each other really hard. You're off and running. I'm really fired up. And... Brock's in the hurt lock, and he kicks Lashley in the ding-a-ling, and then F5s him like four times and leaves, or two times or three, whatever it was. Yuck. This this was this was bad. Nothing against the performers, but what are we doing? We, how how many are we going to get a match at Mania? That's what it feels like. I feel like they. I feel like I don't know. I feel like. People there, the whole like Bray Wyatt rumors. We didn't get nothing with Wyatt. Um, yeah, Bray says I want the winner, and then we don't really get a winner, so it doesn't feel like we get. I could totally see Bray showing up. It's like I and I, attacking Lashley or picking on Lashley or whatever. But I have no idea what they do. If I were to do this angle, I would do it. I would have it be Brock Wyatt. Just because I don't know what you do with Bobby. Yeah. 
Like, and I don't even know what you do with Brock either, really. Uh, I don't know. They're both farm boys. Because, like... They figure it out. Yeah. And even then, like... <laughs> a barn match. Something like that. Something. Okay, now, Asuka's gonna wind up... Backtrack real quick. Asuka's yeah. gonna wind up wrestling... Bianca. I think the program will be great. I think the match will be fantastic. It gives Bianca a chance to have a match that she's gonna need to have. Because Charlotte and Rhea's gonna be good. Yeah. She's going to go over. She needs to be in a position to have one of those matches that says this woman is not only a star now, she's putting out bangers and she's the future. Asuka's the right opponent. Perfect. Yeah. Edge, Beth versus Rhea and Finn. This match was fine. It was pretty good. It was good. If I have Finn gets pinned. We knew it going in. They, I, don't, I don't really know what they do after this. Well, to me, to me, if if this continues, you have to go Demon. Yeah. You have to go Demon Finn. It's in Los Angeles, so you could probably do something really cool in that situation. Mm-hmm. Edge will have to do some really magical mic work for me to care, and I don't mean stripping. Mm. Yeah. What's more interesting to me... Rhea Ripley wins the title off Charlotte, and we get Beth Phoenix, Rhea Ripley at SummerSlam. Mm. That's interesting to me. That's Beth can still wrestle. And that's a big time match. With two, because the the moments in that match that were cool to me were Beth and Rhea squaring off. Yeah. And that's I hate that for Edge, because Edge is, you know, this is his last year, this may be his last mania. If they'd started this feud like last week or two weeks ago instead of you know months ago, mm. I probably would be more hyped about it going into Mania. Yeah, but this feud has been going on for like ever. Maybe they'll go a different direction. I just don't understand what other direction. They I just go I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. They they kind of booked themselves into a corner a little bit here. Yeah. Now we get Gargano and Seth starting out this men's. Men's Elimination Chamber match. And we got Theory, Priest, Bronson, Montez. Like we said before, it's a little bit of a flex to have one of your top guys there and then a bunch of guys that are in the middle there. Mm. But my goodness, this was good. I, I thought this was as good. I hated the ending. Oh, my God. Spoiler. Or just mm. jump to it. The minute Montez got the concussion-type treatment and they opened doors, I knew Logan Paul was going to be coming in to ruin the finish. Yes, it worked perfect. And yes, it tells the to- story that we need to tell in order for Seth to be wrestling Logan Paul at WrestleMania. No, I don't want to see Seth wrestle Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I know it's going to be a banger. I get it. But I don't. I'm tired of Seth wrestling people that aren't Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins needs to wrestle Roman Reigns. At WrestleMania, he needs to be the champ, and he needs to lose to Roman. And that needs to happen at next year's WrestleMania because you have blown it for the last decade when that match has been out there. Dude, the, I'm, the, the fact that the Shield triple threat match didn't hap- happened at, like, Battleground over... The night, all three, uh, the night that all three ch- Shield men, that was a different pay-per-view in it. Because when they were all three champs in one night, it was... That was Money in the 
bank, I'm pretty sure, because Dean cashed, cashed in, in money in the bank, right? Yeah, John Mox. But the fact that the Shield Triple Threat match happened at like Battleground and not the main event of WrestleMania is a tragedy. Like that, don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, Hunter. I do get it, Hunter. I get it. I get it. You guys gave Cody a butt ton of money to bring him over here and ruin my WrestleMania. I appreciate it. Wait, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Those were my Hunter. Those were my emotions taking over right there. <laughs> I like Cody. It's going to be great. I appreciate it. I just want Seth to be in something bigger. But that's just personal. Yeah. You know, it It does feel weird because Seth has kind of had the run of his career. And losing. To, to, to pay it off with Logan Paul feels weird. Right. <laughs> right. And does that, like, if this was any other pay per view and he was wrestling Logan Paul, awesome. SummerSlam. Clash the Castle. Uh, just any. Saudi. Anything. It, awesome. I appreciate it. And, and, it'd be, and it'd have a shot at being match of the year. You know, those two guys, can they got a match of the year in them. It, it still does. I mean, yeah. it, it could be best match WrestleMania weekend, but I'm also, you know. I guarantee you that is what Seth wants. Seth wants match of the year because he's not main event. He's mm. going to do everything he can to get Logan to work with him and them do it. Yeah, and Logan's willing. Oh yeah. Well, the other thing is too, Logan doesn't wrestle a whole lot, so he can and like, he can meet he can meet Seth and Davenport on the on the down low and go over the match a hundred thousand times if he wants to. Yeah. I don't know if and they like, get along. I'm, they act I'm, like they don't. Go ahead. No, I know we're treating Logan weird, but he's a really athletic guy. He's a really he, he every every wrestle every match he's had has been really good. I agree. And it's just like, but it's just like recent uh, recently. It's just with Logan, I've been. Right, I get it. I get it. now. Yeah, I, I don't. I have really complicated feelings on that guy. Delving into this match, Seth, this match was this match was phenomenal. Though. Seth was the glue of the match. He and Gargano started and had a catch as catch can wrestling around you. Yeah. For, I, t- I said mentioned to Ray earlier that Seth is the kind of guy now that he can kind of if if you put him in there with a wrestler wrestler he can do enough things to make it look okay even though that's not really what he is. If you put him in there. With a guy like Gargano, his background is close to Gargano's. Gargano may be a little bit better, probably is a little bit better at a lot of what Gargano specializes in than Seth is, but he can make it work. And it's HBK-ish, how he can get in there with brawlers and make it work. He can get in there with little guys, make it work. He can get in there with, doesn't matter who it is, Yeah, he can do it. And Gargano is also top-notch in all of these things. Now, then when you get the theory, the theory comes in and we get the story told that, you know, I did start out with Seth, but I also started out with you in NXT and, you know, they only care about Seth. Let's join up in teams. And, of course, Gargano hits him. We get multiple fantastic spots with Theory and Gargano and Seth. We get a great spot on the on the pod top where Seth and Gargano take a break sitting side by side for just a second, and then Seth hits him in the chest. Spot of the night winds up being, I thought the spot of the night was going to be Montez climbing to the yeah. top of the, top chamber of the chamber until the, we get a a Conrada off the top of a doggone. The elimination chamber. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Seth setting up Damian Priest for the, what is it, a slapjack? 
that Montez hit him with, their finisher. And then, yeah. you, then you have... No, Blockbuster. Blockbuster, my bad. Blockbuster, it was fantastic. That was fantastic. Montez was a star in this match. I don't. A Priest may have been a bigger star in this match. The way they booked Bronson was fantastic. He came out, he, he just murdered people until everybody ganged up. You had, I think he took nine super kicks, uh, final heartbeat, uh, stomp, and Montez falling out of the heavens on top of him. Mm-hmm. Two get pinned, and he almost did a hug and kick out too, which I thought, man, they really signed off on this kid because he kind of rolled around right after it was over. Yeah. I was like, man, they really signed off on this kid being booked strong right here. Mm-hmm. Theory gets beat up a lot in this thing. He does a lot of crawling over to somebody that was already hurt by somebody else and getting pins, and yet he's the one who stands triumphant after Seth gets taken out by Logan Paul. He just picks Seth up, gives him the A-Town down. Theory is in a perfect scenario. They have tra- how do you what do you think about theory now? Oh, I, I like him now. Right? A year ago this time, you probably rolling your eyes. My the issue with theory was always the it was never his wrestling or his I think he's a good heel, but it's it was just the shtick they had him with. It you know was, what the other thing happened this year? What? Spent a month and a half with Seth. Yeah. That's weird how that works out, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a month and a half with Seth, and you're in a different spot when you're done. Yeah. W- what you said earlier, Seth's on the run of his career, and, he, and then I threw in while losing. Yeah. Cody came in. Don't get me wrong. Cody was on a high level. He's a big star, but he's never had a feud like you he had with you Seth. You couldn't have put him anywhere else than with Seth at that time. And he's never... He... I, I, I'm, there's arguments about Dustin's match being better than the matches that he had with Seth. There's arguments that maybe the the match that I really loved he had with Sammy Guevara, the latter match where he takes that epic yeah. cutter. You could say that was a better match. He's never had a better program than what he had with, with Seth. Maybe not a better moment than when he took off that coat. God almighty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had to pay for it with surgery, but yeah. Overall thoughts on the pay per view? We already gave him a little bit. You, I thought I thought this pay per view was great. I thought it was great. Okay, coming out of it, what we know we're going to get Oscar, Bianca. We know we're going to get Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We know we're going to get Cody, Charlotte Rhea. We know we're going to get Cody, Roman. Mm-hmm. We know we're going to get Seth, Logan Paul, Theory. I, I I agree. I, you said something during the chamber about how like how you thought Theory should have gone with Gargano. I completely agree. Theory, Theory Gargano, and I think Gargano needs to win. And Gargano, yes, Gargano goes over. Just give the that might be that might just be because of my Gargano sim, but what you need to WrestleMania weekend give the marks us our flowers too because we watch. Put yeah. the put a belt on Gargano. Put a belt on Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, I also don't really know who else I would, who else Theory would wrestle, and I would care. Right. Like I, I don't. What? Who else has he had a program with Bobby Lashley? No. He he's got a background with Johnny, and they can make it personal and give us something that's bigger than just the, the title they're, they're wrestling for. Yeah. Walter's gonna wind up with somebody. Yeah, Gunther. People were giving rumors of Gunther Brock. I don't know. Um, I don't like it. I think it'll be a good match. I don't. I don't like it at this WrestleMania. I don't yeah. know what you do with Brock. 
right now. I don't want to see Brock Lashley again. I feel like that's where we're going. I don't Brock, want to see that. Brock McIntyre? Yeah. Yeah. Brock McIntyre sounds like a really good WrestleMania match, doesn't it? Two guy, One guy. Brock McIntyre again? You run it back and do it good this time? Do it good this time, right. Yeah, run it back but with the crowd this time. Well, another thing, too, is... You could, you could do, I don't know. Uh, a WrestleMania rematch. I don't know what you do with Gunther. Um, I don't think anything you do with him wor- doesn't work, though. No, I don't really think there's anybody you can put against Gunther and it wouldn't work. Right, I agree. I just, I just, I just, those, those two, Sheamus and McIntyre came to my mind because they also aren't really doing anything right now. Right. I feel like we're right on the road to WrestleMania. It's going to be great. Yeah. Right. I think it's interesting. But then what do you do with Wyatt? Lashley's the one dude that I, I wouldn't want Wyatt working with because They're, even when Lashley's been a heel, it was the hurt business being the heel for him. Lashley feels like a good guy that's a good wrestler. Bray gets into your flaws. I don't see Bobby as a flawed person. Brock, he's got flaws. We may like him now, but we know he has flaws. We know that Bray can dive into everything that that dude was doing back in the Attitude Era and, and, you know, not wanting and the whole going going doing the football thing flipping off the crowd everything like yeah really wanting to get in fights with Kurt Angle you know all of it the whole works did he did he shoot on on Undertaker and just win the match because he could was that really what they wanted you know that's the the only person that believes that rumor is the person who started it Paul Heyman and he doesn't really believe it but still you can do that there are things you can do with him Every character on the roster, you could even Gargano, who seems like just wonderful human, he's smaller, he's got a chip on his shoulder, break a dive into that. Whole thing with Champa? Ch- anything. Right. There's a way. There's a way for him to dive into everybody. Lashley feels not of that realm. He just doesn't feel like you can What do you do with him? No, you just let him wrestle guys. <laughs> what do you do? Like there's Well what you do with him, to me, what you have to do with Lashley is put the hurt business back together, and then maybe have some kind of a faction fight. Yeah, to me, you put the hurt business together specifically after Roman loses and the bloodline kind of fumbles. Or you have Lashley. Well, you know what though? Dang it, we, you talked me into it on accident. Bray dives in, and he changes Lashley back to the hurt business. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you get the, then you come back with the Hurt Business the day after Mania, and Carmelo is the guy that's the new guy on Monday Night Raw after Mania, and Carmelo winds up being the centerpiece of the Hurt Business, not Bobby. Mm. And you push that way. And you go straight to the moon. Mm. And the Hurt Business runs wrestling just like in the Bloodline did. Uh, but, um, that's not happening. Okay. On that note, man, appreciate y'all listening to us. Thank you very much. And uh, go home. <laughs>